3: It is
4: the Jesse Kelly Show. Let's have some fun on a Tuesday, and it is going to be yet another good Tuesday. Remember how last night was good because we had good news? There was good news about Southwest rising up. Oh, oh, it may already be catching on. In fact, not only was it exactly what we thought it was, this whole freedom thing might be spreading, and the system is scared. We will talk about that tonight. We're going to talk about the John Gruden thing next hour, in case you don't know what I'm talking about. Raiders head coach sent some not really offensive things like 10 years ago and had to resign about it. it was a, it's a whole thing's a joke, but it's taken the nation by storm. I'll explain exactly the who, what, when, where, and why of that about an hour from now. We have more vaccine tyranny. Uh, apparently Superman's going to be gay now, like we all didn't know that when he passed on Wonder Woman, and why we are going to lose a major war if we don't fix things. But let's begin with the awesome stuff. I, there's a ton of awesome stuff right now, really, really good news. And just just a brief recap for anybody who missed last night's show, not that I think Anyone out there would miss a word I say, Chris. (laughs) But last night, we were talking about the Southwest Airlines thing. And I realize some people may have been residing on the moon for the last couple days. So allow me to explain the Southwest Airlines thing briefly. Southwest Airlines canceled 1,800 flights this weekend. Um, It turns out it was because pilots and new stewardesses didn't come to work. Why didn't they come to work? Because Southwest Airlines has a vaccine mandate that takes effect in November. Pilots and stewardesses taking their paid vacation, paid sick days now in a semi-organized fashion. Remember, Southwest Airlines pilots, like most commercial airlines pilots, are overwhelmingly former military. That's just the pathway to become an, an Airlines pilot. Then what did I come on here last night and tell you? I said a couple of things. One, This could be, probably will be, the spark of something bigger. These things, these freedom movements, these rebellions, revolutions, whatever you want to call them, pushbacks against an entrenched corrupt system, they have a tendency to come from places where you don't expect them, and they have a tendency to be contagious. People look around sometimes and they see, wow, there's there's no one moving. Nobody must, nobody must want to move. No. People in general, most people are followers, which that's how it should be, right? You don't want everybody trying to be a leader. Otherwise, everyone's just going their own way. Most people are followers. Most people will wait until someone else takes the lead, and then they'll follow along. I've been waiting. Many of you have been waiting for two years now for real pushback against this coronavirus insanity. I believe the day is finally here. And I said something else about this whole Southwest thing. I said it was going to scare the system. This is the kind of thing the system is scared to death of. Because all these people, Democrats, half the Republicans, the bureaucracy, Hollywood, sports, professors, all these guys, they all, all of them reside in the bubble of the system. But deep down, each and every one of them understands there are way more people out there who disagree with me than agree with me, and the only way I get to continue my existence in this system and prosper in the system is if all those people out there never realize it, right? There's a million parables about this, and since I don't prepare for the show, I didn't look any of them up, but there's a million parables about how people... They get trapped by a lie. This thinking that you don't have any power and they have all the power, it is a lie. You have the power if we stand together, and we're going to talk about that in a minute, to bring this system to its knees. You don't think they're scared? The CEO of Southwest Airlines is all over the television right now saying things like this. I've never been uh, in favor of corporations imposing that kind of a mandate. I'm not in favor of that. Never have been. Hey, hey man! Whoa, whoa! Hey, everyone! I'm, I'm not in favor. I'm not in favor. He went on to say something like, "Well, uh, uh, Biden basically made us." I mean, he was he wasn't done. He now has moved on to the uh, one. I'm not in favor of mandates. Two. I mean, there there was no walkout. What? it was it was absenteeism. I mean, again, we look at all of our employee behaviors in terms of absenteeism, uh, in terms of people volunteering uh, to come in and pick up what's referred to as open time. And they're, very, they're all very normal. Uh, the president of our pilots union has been out talking to the media, uh, confirming all of that. So, I think people, again, that, that understand how airlines work, when you get behind, it just takes several days to catch up. And look, it's just absent. They weren't. They weren't missing. They were just absent. Don't you know the difference? <laughs> Gosh. And by the way, a, a quick note on this: as you know, Southwest Airlines and the Southwest Airlines pilots' union each came out and said there was no sick out. There was no, And some. So some people are wondering, "What? Well, wait a minute. What does that mean? Was there? Was there not a sick out? Were they not protesting? Leverage. That's what it means. If you're the Head of the Southwestern Airline Pilots Union. This is actually a very good lesson for life. It's not the most courageous thing in the world when it comes to what we're talking about here, but it's a very good lesson for life. You can have, I've learned this, and you'll learn this in your life if you haven't already. You can have a million and one disagreements with somebody. In fact, you can have nasty, insulting disagreements with somebody. You can have them often. If you have them privately, you have one of those publicly. Now you've changed things forever. The, the, the head of the Southwestern pilots union is out there saying there was no sick out. Everything's fine because he's currently behind closed doors in meetings with the Southwestern Airlines CEO trying to get a better, fairer deal for his guys. That's why he's giving the public line of "there's no issue." I promise. And in fact, before I continue on, let's go ahead and um, let's go ahead and just talk about this for one second. This is a little life lesson thing. Before we go on to the southwestern airlines, social media. I see this a lot in social media, and I see this a lot by email. Understand me, everybody. This goes for kids. Adults, everyone, because a lot of people don't get taught basic lessons of life. Don't embarrass somebody personally, publicly. I see this in every industry. I definitely see it all over social media. Don't embarrass somebody publicly. Do I have strong opinions? Do I have strong opinions about the right and the left? Do I hold back on those opinions to you? No, 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 no. I'm not saying be weak and pathetic. I'm saying... Be very, very careful, kids, when you lose your job at the local fast food joint, making sure you, you, you let their CEO know on Twitter what a dirtball you think he is and what a loser company it is. You're only hurting yourself in the long run. Keep your arguments, your personal arguments and disagreements private, the word, nobody seems to know what that means anymore. And again, we'll talk about the Gruden release text messages and emails later on. Private, privacy, keep your stuff to yourself. This applies in all things. I was talking about employment. This applies in relationships too. I see all you girlfriends, boyfriends, husband, wives. Ah, the wife is nagging at me all day. What a witch. I'm going golfing with the boys. Not good. Ladies, oh, I see you two. No, I texted my sister about what a lazy dirtball he is. He didn't take out the garbage can. And that's the 10th time. And why are you texting your sister? Shut your mouth and go have an argument with him privately. Privately. Keep things in-house at all times. All right, back to this Southwestern Airlines thing. I didn't mean to go off on a tangent here. Again, does this sound like somebody who's bold? Or does this sound like part of the system that's just what I told you, scared?
5: What are the pilots prepared to do if not take the vaccine uh, to, quote, help society at this point? I think the two are mutually exclusive. The, the, the vaccine mandate and where we are with the lawsuit is really just to get the company to sit down and talk to us and, and discuss some of some of our issues that our peers have done. And we see where their vaccination rates are. We've been pushing them for 10 months to do that pilots have to have to maintain a medical certificate as well as their pilot certificate. So we want to sit down and address how that is going to be affected, how our long-term disability, how our loss of license insurance is, is going to cover. We also have to address, you know, sort of natural immunity, antibodies, um, alternative means of compliance. There's many things that we need to discuss.
4: That's what you call winning the system already. One company, one segment of one company stepping up and saying, no, we'll walk out one small portion of one company and immediately the company is, wow. Well, I mean, hey, uh, look, we're going to have talks about natural immunity and stuff. Whoa. You see what I mean? You have way more power than you think you have. You can make them hurt and make them afraid. Go and do so. I'm not done on this yet. Oh, believe me, the Biden regime is very afraid. I'll show you that in a second. But first. We have all these companies we're mad at right now. All these corporations. Pick your corporation out there. Pick your lapdog corporation bending the knee to the regime time and time again. But we have to put our money where our mouth is and support the ones who don't, right? But what about the corporations who stand up to the regime? What, can you count them on one hand? That's part of the reason I love my pillow. Obviously, I mean, everyone knows they have the greatest pillows ever and mattress toppers and Giza Dream sheets. Oh, gosh, the best sheets on earth. But I'll be honest with you, I wouldn't buy Giza Dream Sheets as great as they are if it wasn't for My Pillow. if it wasn't for what that company represents. I'm so proud to speak for them. And right now, Giza Dream Sheets are buy one, get one free. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener specials, and use the promo code JESSE, and they're buy one, get one free. Or call 800-845-0544, promo code JESSE. How about that? Buy one, get one free. Put your morals where your money is.
3: The Jesse Kelly Show, on air and online at jessekellyshow.com.
0: i jump right on a big bird, and then I'd fly. It is
4: the Jesse Kelly Show on a Tuesday. We have my friend Shamika Michelle coming up at an, about an hour and ten minutes from now. She is steaming about all this NFL, John Gruden stuff. We're going to get to the Kyrie Irving stuff here in a couple minutes about why this is catching on. But first, I wanted to play you something else. And then we're going to have a discussion about Kyrie Irving and governors and mandates and not mandates and libertarians and conservatives and nationalists and what are you and who stands for what. We're going to have a long talk here in a second. But The system is very, very nervous. They're very nervous. The Southwest Airlines stuff has officially gotten to the White House and they're watching and they're nervous enough to lie about it.
6: I know there was a little um, hubbub over the course of the last few days uh, about uh, Southwest Airlines. We now know that some of those claims were absolutely false, and actually the issues were uh, completely unrelated to vaccine mandates. But again, what we've seen business to business across the country is this is the way to save lives, create more certainty, it's good for the economy, and it's something we're looking forward to implementing.
4: Yeah, look, we now know. I mean, shoot, it wasn't van- it wasn't mandates. Oh man, it was crazy. It just a bunch of people caught in sick and and weather. Remember, they told you it was the weather. That was my favorite part. Like this weather is nutso. So it was clear skies. It wasn't even cloudy. <laughs> it wasn't even windy. Clear skies. That should encourage you. Don't get mad at the regime propagandist for lying. That's her job is to lie. It should encourage you. That she feels like she has to stand up there and lie should encourage you. Now that's this. Let's discuss something. I don't know that we've ever discussed on the show. We certainly won't be discussing very much. The NBA. Hold on, hold on. Don't, don't change the channel. Don't change the channel. I'm not going to uh, break down the full court press for you here. I I, I I don't care about the NBA either. I stopped watching the NBA about the second they splashed black lives matter across their court. And a bunch of whiny entitled billionaires started crapping on this country while they luxuriate in it. So I'm not talking about the NBA. I'm talking about one specific player right now. And I'm hopeful. I'm talking about Kyrie Irving. I don't care if you know who he is or not. It doesn't matter. He's a player with the New Jersey Nets, a pretty good player. He has officially been suspended from practicing or playing with his team Because he will not get the vaccine. Now let's just pause for a brief moment. How stupid is it to make NBA athletes get the vaccine anyway? Uh, Maybe the most in shape people in the world next to soccer players. Uh, Young NBA athletes are in zero danger from coronavirus. Do you think it's an accident that not a single collegiate or professional athlete Has had any damage from coronavirus? Do you think that's some accident? How many of these guys have tested positive? I don't think one has even ended up in the hospital. This is not a disease that affects young in-shape people. All right, let's set that aside. Forget about that. Kyrie Irving choosing to get suspended instead of getting this vaccine matters. I know you don't care about the NBA. Maybe you do, but I don't care about the NBA. I don't care about Kyrie Irving. And I'll be honest with you. He was all in on all that Black Lives Matter filth. So it's not like I'm going to start caring about him a great deal now. I don't pretend as if he's my ally in saving the country. But what Kyrie Irving is doing is good because it continues the flames burning. No, don't do that weird thing people on the right do where any celebrity even gives them the brief wink, wink, flirty side eye, and they fall in love with it, and they say, lead us. This happens every single time. Stop being the battered wife. No celebrity is going to lead you. Okay, let's set that aside. But celebrity does matter. I wish it didn't. Right? I, I'm not cheering for that. I, I wish what LeBron James and Kyrie Irving said, I wish it didn't matter at all. I wish we had that kind of world. But I'm not a child. Neither are you. Let's deal with the world that we currently have. The real world is celebrities. Their opinion is bigger than your opinion. It is bigger than my opinion. Their opinion matters more. It does. It just does. We may not like that. I, I want. I want society run by you know a bunch of wise you know men who understand what's right and sober logic. Okay, that's not the world in which we live. YouTube stars are very influential. I've never watched a show on YouTube. YouTube stars are huge, and they're millionaires. They matter. That's ridiculous to me. It's ridiculous to you. They matter. Kyrie Irving, someone willing to give up a very, very, very large paycheck because he doesn't want to get the vaccine is a very important step. It emboldens others. Leadership matters, and it emboldens others. These people, these people are, they're not winning. They're getting nervous, and it's glorious. We have to keep pressing.
6: What's his answer? What's the White House response to people who say vaccine mandates have reduced the workforce and contributed to this problem? Well, I know uh, world-renowned business travel and health expert Senator Ted Cruz has made that point, but I wouldn't say that that is widely um, uh, acknowledged or echoed uh, by um, business leaders who have implemented these mandates uh, by health experts who have conveyed the way to get out of the pandemic is to uh, ensure that we are doing exactly the steps the president has announced and we are working to implement Uh, it doesn't mean this isn't hard and challenging of course it is we're in the middle of a global pandemic but ultimately the job of the president of the united states is to lead is to follow the advice of health experts, is to ensure that he is protecting the lives of people across the country.
4: This is a regime in deep, deep, deep trouble, and they know it, and they know it well. All right, we got a great show tonight on The Jesse Kelly Show. Yeah, we'll take some calls. We have a bunch of emails, 877-377-4373. I promised you last night some details on the supply chain problems that are coming. And I have some details on the supply chain problems that are coming. Buckle up for that. Hang on. Save. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Tuesday. A couple things before I get to your calls eight seven seven three seven seven four three seven three. We have to go over a couple things here. One, the Who is still very average, Chris. Very average. In fact, that song is very average. They had one great song. It was "Squeeze Box." Of course, that's not the song you chose to play. Could we play "Squeeze Box" maybe later on? Okay, later. Okay, we'll play "Squeeze Box" later. That's one, two. I promised you yesterday. Well, I I asked for some emails about people who or from people who knew about specific supply chain problems because I've been warning you about stuff that's coming, and they're starting to warn you. I mean, the powers that be are warning you about problems that are coming. I got quite a few. I'm going to read just a couple for you here real quick. We need a new built-in 27-inch GE oven. I ordered it in my local store about 10 days ago, and the employee told me February 22nd is the earliest date you'll see it. We ordered an insert fireplace to replace our wood burning one a month ago. The business told me it will be March before we get it. Oh wait, you, you didn't think that was all, right? I wait, but wait, there's more. What, Chris? That's what isn't that what the infomercial peoples do? I, I could be one of those infomercial guys. Buy OxyClean today. Didn't that guy that guy get busted on, on co- a little booger sugar? I knew it was. Oh, he's dead? Oh man, and then I just badmouthed him on national radio. Dang it. Sorry, OxyClean guy. Kids, keep your nose clean. Anyway. Jesse, Atlas of the Airwaves. I work in procurement and purchasing, so I thought maybe I could help people understand how bad the coming shortages are going to be. I work in the electrical industry, and there are parts that used to be on the shelves and were reasonably cheap, now six to eight weeks away and almost double the cost since Biden took over. But it won't just hit commercial construction. Light switches, light bulbs, plywood, and paint are all increasingly expensive and hard to find. I went to the dentist today, and they were unable to give me a free toothbrush as they couldn't find any stock. Please understand that these shortages are going to get way worse before they get better, driving up the costs for the end user. Said I can say his name. His name is Casey. Oh, that's just a couple of major, major, major examples I was sent. I just want you to be aware. I'm not trying to scare you. I want you to be aware, just like I was last night. Times are changing. We are coming into some times that are not going to look like the times we just lived through. Uh, Now, obviously we can point fingers and we have, and we will, we want to hold people accountable, but we still have to live in these times, right? You and me, we still have to go get groceries. I still need a toothbrush. I mean, as long as I'm going to do TV, I need a toothbrush. That's for sure. Chris, (laughs) all right. I do need to address something here before I get to all the John Gruden Raiders stuff. And before I get to your calls and emails,
1: 8773774373
4: Greg Abbott, he's the governor of Texas. It was yesterday or the day before, I forget, I don't do research for the show. He handed out a mandate for the state saying no entity is allowed to do a, a vaccine mandate. Essentially what it was was, hey, private businesses, no vaccine mandate for you. Sorry, you can't do that. Now, I'm not going to go into the Greg Abbott thing. I'm not a huge Greg Abbott fan. Because once again, he's very, very late to the party on this. He was actually terrible during COVID. Here's how many people you're allowed to have in your restaurant. And here's, it was, it was not great. So I'm not going to go into all that right now. I'm going to go into something I'm seeing out there from the right and something we must address. And we've addressed it on the show before. We're going to address it again right now. I'm seeing a lot of people on the right. A lot of people. Well, probably not you. I'm seeing a lot of writers and politicians say things like this. That's big government. The government can't mandate things to private businesses. We didn't like it when Joe Biden did it, and we shouldn't do it either. That's not who we are. Those aren't our principles. I've seen that a lot. I've seen that a lot. Okay. Let's have a talk. We are all prideful beings, all of us. I, not me, obviously, but everyone else. What, Chris? Everyone else has a lot of pride. Now, in, all, in all seriousness, we're all prideful beings. We believe the things we believe are superior to the things other people believe. It's part of the reason there's been so much conflict in the history of man. It's human nature. You believe uh, uh, the foods you love are the good foods, and the foods you hate are the bad foods. I'm the same way. If you called into the show right now and said, Jesse, I love lima beans, I'd probably laugh in your face and hang up on you and call you an idiot. I mean, why are you wrong? And I'm right. You have a d- different tongue and different taste buds. I'd argue you aren't worthy of yours, but you get, the, you get the argument. Human beings are prideful. And human beings are very, very prideful when it comes to politics, about their various philosophies in politics. Now, I'm as small government as, as it's humanly possible to be. In fact, I think our founders didn't go far enough to limit the federal government. That, that's how small government I am. I think most people are average at best. Most politicians are idiots at best. Flat out corrupt tyrants at worst. Therefore, government must be teeny tiny or you end up with a corrupt, rotted system like we have now. So I guess in a way, that sounds pretty libertarian, Right. Well, that sounds very libertarian. I, I've taken a thousand of those little stupid online quizzes. Where are you politically? And I fall libertarian most of the time. But, and there, there's a big but, I also understand, and I've seen this as I get older, I understand every single political philosophy, even the great ones. Communism's always evil. But even the great political philosophies, ones like libertarianism, even the great ones, have their time and place and there comes a time in a place where they're simply no longer useful and sometimes flat out harmful and this is not a uniquely american thing or republican thing or conservative or nationalist or libertarian or democrat or, or this is the history of the world we've we've talked history a million times and we will again when julius caesar when he, inv- when he invaded Gaul, he took his great army and he may have been the greatest general in history anyway, on top of everything else he was great at, and he stormed into Gaul. France. It's, it's France. And Gaul at that time, was it was just a tribal place. Like all tribal peoples, remember, they get conquered. And there were All these different Gallic tribes, it's not like there was one big one. There were 8 million different tribes and, you know, different sects within the tribes and tribes here and tribes there. And they were always fighting each other and sometimes they're allies. And so this is not one nation. You know, if you'd asked any one of them, they wouldn't have said, oh, we're Gaul, We're Gallic. We live in Gaul." They would have said, oh, this is my tribe or or, I'm this tribe. That's what they would have said. Well, that was their way of life. They would kill for that way of life. They believed in it all the way. As much as you believe in whatever your political philosophy is, they believed in theirs all the way. They'd die for it. And then all of a sudden, um, who is this general named Caesar, and why is he kicking the crap out of us at every single turn? All of a sudden, they're sending large armies down to fight Julius Caesar, and he is pasting them. Time and time and time again, and soon the Gauls start looking around and they're saying to themselves, "Okay, uh, I don't think he's leaving. I, I think, I think this guy in the Romans. I'm pretty sure they intend to completely destroy us in our way of life and conquer this land." So, what did they do in that time? Okay, so this this was a desperate time, right? This is as desperate as it gets. Think what you'd be thinking right now. The Chinese have invaded. They're, they're crushing your armies. The, you're sitting there thinking. You're discussing it with your spouse. Are we going to grow up in a, a, a communist country? Is, is this all over? Are we going to be dead tomorrow? You're having those conversations. Are we going to be sold into slavery? What do we do? So what did the Gauls do? What is several historical countries, what have they done? We'll discuss that in just a second, and then I'll take your calls. 877 But first, again, we keep talking about these corporations, these corporations who trash this country, and that seems to be the norm now. They're just if you're a corporation, go bend the knee to Democrats and dump on the country. When I talk to you about pure talk, it's not just because they're a lot cheaper than Verizon and AT&T and T-Mobile without sacrificing service, I might add. It's not just because they're a lot cheaper. It's not just because switching is easy. It's just a phone call. I mean, it's nothing. They mail you a SIM card and you just switch right over. It's easy. You even keep your number. I talk to you about Pure Talk so much because they actually don't dump on America and they actually love this country. And it's time for us to continue with those businesses. Pure Talk has a 30-day risk-free guarantee. You have nothing to lose. From your cell phone right now, dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly and you'll save 50% off your first month. That's half off your first month. That's pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly. We'll be back.
3: You're listening to the Jesse Kelly Show. You're welcome.
4: It is the Jesse Kelly Show, 877-377-4373. Just want to finish my thought here because just a quick recap. People are saying, well, GOP governors, they shouldn't be mandating that businesses can't mandate vaccines. That's not freedom. All philosophies are not made for all times. And then we're doing a little history lesson about Gaul. Gaul. When Caesar invaded, finally, in a desperate time, they're being overrun. Their culture's being destroyed. Finally looked around at each other. And these people were so fiercely independent, they hated each other. They were burying axes in each other's heads. And finally, they started looking at each other and saying, uh, Marty, I, I think we should come together. Uh, I, I think, I, I think this whole separate tribe thing, maybe not the smartest route to go right now. These times are desperate. And what did they do? They acknowledged the reality on the ground that they were about to have their way of life destroyed, and they came together and basically appointed a king. He wasn't a king. Vercingetorix was his name. I'm not going into the story. It doesn't matter. But they appointed a warlord who was in charge of everything. These are people who would never, ever in a million years, two years earlier, have thought about putting one man in charge of everything. So I'm talking about today when... When you hear these people on the right say, we shouldn't have governors mandating, it's wrong when Biden does it and it's wrong when the right does it. Do you have any idea what's going on out there right now? We have for decades had the federal government entrench itself in our American corporate system, sometimes flat out paying off corporations to be friends with the government, oftentimes intimidating corporations to be friend with the government. We have each and every part of this culture as a complete servant to the Democratic Party now, from celebrities to corporations to professors to everything else. They're all linked, and they all believe the same thing, and they're all united in the effort to destroy anyone on the right. And the one thing you have on the right in this country, the only thing you have left is a few states. You have a few states that still have any juice to fight off the left and you're seriously going to go with the, you know, that's not what, that's not what Thomas Jefferson would have wanted. You're going to try that. You should read my emails. Jesse, I'm losing my job. I'm scared. Jesse, my governor won't put the vaccine. won't stop this vaccine mandate. We're going to have to move. Jesse, do you know where we can find food in my area? They don't need you quoting the Constitution to them. They don't want to hear about Ayn Rand. Have you heard about the Federalist Papers? They need you to save them from the communist hordes. The communists, the sappers are under the walls. They're breaking down the city gates. You're arguing in an HOA meeting about how long the grass should be. Libertarians, conservative, nationalists, I don't care where you are on the right. It's all fine with me. We'll work out the details after the fighting's done. That's why I'm an anti-communist. The fighting must come first. You stop these people first. You do whatever you have to do to stop these people first, or there's nothing left to haggle over. You'd be arguing about, well, that's not in the Constitution on the way to the gulags. It's not that I'm anti-Constitution. As you know, I love it. But a Constitution is nothing more than a contract where the people who run the country agree to it. If one side doesn't care about it at all, then as great as that document was, it's now just a piece of paper, nothing more. We have entered a different time. Let's be adult enough to realize that. 877 I'm going to get to some phone calls here. Just know the rules remain the same. No, hi, no, how are you, Jesse? No, nothing, and no droning on. Get right to your point. People are waiting. Janet, in New York, I doubt it would be a problem for you. Go, Janet.
7: I got a uh, complaint that works for the biggest health care provider in the United States. They've got their mandate in place four weeks coming up and they're firing. No exceptions ruled. Work with a girl. She was pregnant through most of COVID. Now she has breastfeeding her baby. Four weeks, no job. Don't care. They give us mandate. They make us watch, um, you know, learn sources. You get on these things, and they tell you, when you go home, practice social distancing. Ugh. Don't shake hands. Don't, don't hug. Don't go to social gatherings. Can you imagine they're mandating what we do at home? I work in an office with eight people. I have a mask on. I have gloves on. Wow. Anybody there? One person in there, she's gone out. They don't care. And that's a health care provider. This is somebody that knows the science. Nobody is... Standing by the science, they had a whole thing on Black Lives Matter and were telling me to sit through this to listen to a Black Lives Matter, and and I should understand this. Mandatory. Mandatory (sighs) communist.
4: Thank you for the call.
7: I'm moving to Florida.
4: Uh, No, hold on, hold on. You're moving to Florida? Good for you, Janet. Where are you moving?
7: Uh, my brother-in-law is outside of Wilbur, by the sea. It's uh, outside of Daytona Beach. I know so, well,
4: exactly where, where, it I know where it is. Go take that mask off and enjoy the you sunshine, know. Janet. Enjoy it. You hear me? You.
2: How
4: about that? How about that? You go to Florida. All of you. I don't. Well, I mean, I guess I'm not in Florida. I don't mean to overwhelm Florida. <laughs> you spread out. Hold on. Spread out. <laughs> but good for her. Good for But do you hear this insanity? And this is a lady stuck in New York. These people. If you're stuck in one of these blue areas, let's set aside the other countries. to talk a lot about Canada and Australia and all that. Just put all that stuff aside for a minute. If you're stuck in a blue state, you have no recourse at all. There's nobody coming to save you. Nobody. 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 No one has the power to do so. The only place you even have a chance at someone standing up for you and your rights is the red states and we still have half these spineless losers on the right saying, you yeah, now it's really not the role of government. Man, I know it's not the role of government. I don't want governors mandating anything. But it's not 1910. It's 2021. And I even have the CDC lined up against me. The FBI thinks I'm a domestic terrorist. Don't take your role as governor and say, hey, I'd love to help you, but freedom, 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 liberty, freedom. Does that help? Just freedom, freedom. That doesn't help anybody. Step up and stand in the breach. We need your help. 877-377-4373. We're going to finally talk about this Gruden stuff next.
0: Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio
4: It's the Jesse Kelly Show, and yes, I told you it was going to be a good show. I'm going to get to this John Gruden NFL stuff in a second. Not that I expect you to care about the NFL. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. Hang on a second. I'll, I'll get to that in just a minute. I want to get to a couple calls. And look, I'm just laying some things out for you tonight. I asked for emails. I asked for calls on supply chain problems. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm trying to prepare you for the different America we're going to live in. This one was t- <laughs> that's this is not very nice. This is uh, the this is signed in. What is that called? Salutation? No, that's not a salutation. The greeting. Good evening, Pink Flower. He says again for all the new listeners. That's what my father used to call me whenever I stayed home from sick. It wasn't it wasn't a lot of babying going on in the house. He would call me Pink Flower until I toughed it out and got up and went back to school or work. So th- there, Pink Flower. That's not nice. It's not nice to repeat that. Our company had a call with an Amazon rep, and he was telling our people to Christmas shop now. They said some of their warehouses in my state are almost bare. He was explaining how Amazon is the biggest importer in the U.S., and they are struggling to fill their orders. I am in the rental industry, and we are having a lot of trouble getting parts for machines. You just mentioned batteries on last night's show. We use heavy machinery and marine batteries in our equipment. Our battery prices are up 50%, and that's if you can find them. I am a blue-collar worker, and I deal with blue-collar workers every day in my line of work. Trust me, people are very aware of what's happening. I would typically say you can use my name, but I'm not sure it's safe anymore, and obviously I will not. I never, ever, ever say your name unless you specifically tell me I can. Remember that. I'm the last person on earth who actually believes in privacy apparently, which we're going to get to the John Gruden stuff here in just a second. Pain is coming. And before I take these calls and I get to your calls in a second, remember, remember this, this is why I was so angry. The second lockdowns were even teased, you know, back when Trump was president and they, they, they threw this Fauci stuff out there. We may have to lock down for 15 days. This is why I freaked out because it is so disrespectful To the working people of this country who don't make a living speaking into a microphone like I do. They don't make a living doing politics where the check's always clear. They got to go to work. People need hours. They need hours, otherwise the bills don't get paid. Mortgage doesn't get paid. Car payment doesn't get paid. People don't eat. Kids don't have gifts under the the Christmas tree. People got to go to work. And it drove me crazy. Everybody who was getting a paycheck, most of the people in my profession, on the right too, were all, just go home, stop being selfish. And that's why it drove me nuts. Do you people not understand what it's like for real people out there? They still don't understand what it's like. Maybe it'll get bad enough, they will. Maybe one day, all the people who do this for a living, maybe they'll go to the pump and they won't be able to fill up. Because that's what normal people are going to live through right now. All right. Nick in Colorado. Nick, go, my brother.
5: Jesse, I am a general contractor here in Denver, Colorado. Uh, We specialize in pre-engineered metal buildings. Um, I'm telling my suppliers and my vendors that we will not be able to get steel packages on the ground for 36 to 52 weeks is what my vendors are quoting me to get any kind of a building that I can assemble on the ground for my clients.
4: Thirty-six to fifty-two weeks for just some prefab good good. Where is it coming from, China?
5: <laughs> no, most of our steel is sourced from the Australian steel market, um, but they are almost out. A lot of it is coming out of Canada. They are almost out. And, yeah, you know, I had to look at my rep and say, you know how many weeks from a year you want me to tell a client that? Mm-hmm. Uh, I might as well kiss that contract
4: goodbye. Uh, Nick, that's actually what I was going to ask you next. Hang on here for just a second. How is it affecting your business, these kind of lead times? Are you losing business? I'm assuming you have to be losing business.
5: Absolutely. Absolutely. A lot of our bigger name contractors are just saying, hey, we'll go to a traditional steel package. Uh, we'll look at wood framing at those supplies. They'll go anywhere else. No one in their right mind will wait a year to, for anything. It doesn't matter what you want to buy. of." A, New car, anything. You're not going to sit there for 52 weeks in just anticipation of getting something when you can go out and think outside the box and find another way around it. Absolutely, it has damaged our contracts and 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 uh, you know future business. We we have no idea where it's going right now.
4: Well, that's okay, Nick. One last question. I'm sure. I, I mean, obviously, these problems are are, are pretty minor because I'm sure all the guys who work for you are millionaires who don't need a paycheck every week, right?
5: <laughs> yeah, us blue collar steel assembly guys. You know it. We're all driving Porsches, and mm-hmm. we drive home to our mansions at night.
4: I knew so. I knew that was the case. <laughs> I knew that was a fake. Be good, my man. Keep your head up. Think what that means. Think what that means. Uh, I want a, a structure built, and this is this is that's one phone call from Denver. This is taking. This is going on across the United States of America. I need a structure built. Oh, okay. We'll have it done for you in a year. Uh, okay, I think I'll just go build it myself. I'm not waiting a year for anything. That's one phone call from one guy that's taking place across the United States of America. And this is I I hate doing this because, because it hits people it hits people hard. But this is the truth. I want everyone to understand this. Not so you can feel bad about yourself or your country or your leaders. I want you to understand this because accountability is important. This was a choice. This was a choice. You think back to the beginning of coronavirus when it first got here. And I realized the politicians and the media and Fauci and all these, they were, they were pushing all this panic. Everyone's going to die. Millions are going to die. You rewind all the way back to there and it became an acceptable thing to shut somebody down. Your business isn't essential. I'm sorry, what? What did you just say? You had governors and mayors standing up to the microphone. These are the businesses we're going to allow to open. And these ones, they're not essential. And you watched 80%? 90% of America's? Okay, I mean, there is a virus. Well, the bill comes due. You, You can't stop it. You can't stop an economy, and, and I realize it sounded cold-hearted at the time, and I, and I am cold-hearted. I, I realize that, but this, if it saves one life thing, is ridiculous. The American economy, it's worth a lot more than a life. It's worth a lot more. It's worth, it's well, it's worth more than thousands of lives, tens of thousands. It's worth more than millions of lives. It is. Look around you. Everything you see is a product of it. The medical care, the, 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 the technology, the buildings, the roads, the schools, the doctors, the, the pilots, the, the, the military. The, every single thing you see is a product of your economy. It is the lifeblood. It is your heart. It keeps your, it keeps your entire nation going. You never, ever, ever, for any reason, point at your heart and say, stop. That's insane, but that's what we did because we got scared, and we let these monsters scare us, and because, I don't know, I I mean, I don't know, maybe it's a media problem, maybe we're too rich and fat and soft and bored, maybe maybe we're just not as strong as we were. That's That's probably not arguable. That happens when you get rich and comfortable, and we are so rich and comfortable as a nation, but we let them scare us into thinking it was okay for a governor to say you're not essential? Oh, I'm sorry? Where do you think you are? This is not the USSR. You don't get to tell people who who is and who isn't essential. Even it, Look, even if it was the Black Plague and millions were dying, you, you don't get to speak that way. You're, you're not some god. These people think they are. Gosh. Patrick in Colorado, go but. I wanna say
5: thank you to all the patriots out there who are not tolerating the mandates and are willing to give up their job to fight this tyranny. They are on the front lines fighting this battle for us and the rest of us have a duty to do whatever we can to support them. That could be financially helping them through a tight spot. That could be watching their kids so they can go interview for a job. Just, I don't know, simple words of encouragement. Anything we can do to support these people who are on the front lines fighting this battle
9: right now. We, we have got to do
4: that. I actually think that's an outstanding phone call, and that's an outstanding idea. Anything we can do, let's do it. You know what? Let me think about that. Let me think about that. It's emails like this one. It's phone calls like that and emails like this one that inspire me I need to do more. This one, it says, it's good to see a dirty, beeping loser homo like, he just called me a homo, like yourself, defending Gruden. I recommend losing the beard. It makes you look like a gay bear. You see, when you inspire communists to that kind of hatred, you know you're doing something right out there. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll I'll actually talk about the Gruden thing, and I'll get to your phone calls about everything, eight seven seven three seven seven four three seven three. But these are wild times right now. Every time you turn on the news, you see something terrible, violent happening out there. Stolen here, robbery, assaults, murders. I've been telling you about Hero 2020, the non-lethal gun, for months now. It is a more powerful solution than that pepper spray you carry. You don't need a concealed carry permit for it. It, It's not like it's hard to use it. It has a laser sight, for Pete's sake, and it fires these 100-mile-per-hour projectiles that explode on contact and make the person you're trying to stop, stop in his tracks as he claws at his eyes. It's just brutal what's in this stuff. Go to Hero2020.com right now and use the code JESSE and get one for yourself and your spouse. May I recommend getting some extra cartridges as well as long as you have the promo code to save you some money. Hero2020.com code is JESSE. Hero2020 code JESSE. State restrictions may apply.
3: Jesse Kelly returns next.
4: It is the Jesse Kelly show. We're talking to Shamika Michelle in about nine minutes from now to say she's fired up about athletes and people going nuts is an understatement. Uh, Chris, we are going to really need to be on the drop button for Shamika I adore her, uh, but uh, it it could get a little salty. A little salty, is that fair? A little salty? (laughs) And make sure we warn her before she comes on. Family show, family show. All right? Now, before I get to these calls, 877-377-4373. Let's talk about what happened with John Gruden. This is not an NFL story. This is a story for all of us, all right? John Gruden... Apparently 10 years ago when he worked at ESPN, he sent out some emails to friends and whatnot. Now let's, let's pause for a minute. How do these emails get made public? Well, there was an investigation going on into the Washington Redskins. I think they call them the Washington football team now, which is the, oh gosh, it's the dumbest thing ever. Anyway, the Washington Redskins and Gruden was working with ESPN and there's a bunch of dudes, football dudes, swapping private messages back and forth and so what is in these emails oh my word they look like well every guy's private messages and emails it's a bunch of dudes talking like dudes do uh Gruden didn't like it that women were going to just be fast-tracked to be referees what's the freaking point of that he thought it was stupid how much focus there was when the NFL drafted their first gay player. Gruden was all, why? He sucked. Who cares? Gruden didn't like Barack Obama. Gruden didn't like Joe Biden. Gruden called Roger Goodell um, the F word. And I don't mean the four-letter F word. I mean the one, the, the old word for cigarette. He called him one of those. Gruden swapped emails, apparently, that contained... Um, Pictures, I, I don't believe there were any you know, behind-the-scenes illicit pictures, just pictures you can find online of the Washington Redskins cheerleaders. Basically, like I just said, Gruden talks like every guy I've ever known in my entire life. Every single person out there has emails and text messages and private messages exactly like this. And yet John Gruden is gone. And the reason John Gruden is gone, he resigned, by the way. Air Airfinger's quote, he resigned. And we all know how this works. Let's be grownups about this. He had a meeting with the owner. The owner said, I want you gone. John Gruden returned with, okay, well, I have a huge contract. They came to a money agreement that says, I'll stroke you a big fat check if you just resign. And Gruden resigns. Now, what's the moral in all this? I don't expect you to care about the Raiders or the NFL or John Gruden. Maybe you love all of them. I don't know, but that's not what this is about. It is interesting who actually runs the United States of America. Who has real power out there? And you know know I don't do the, well, it's hypocritical thing, but let's let's just do this because we're not doing the hypocritical thing. We're going to analyze who runs the United States of America. Let's say emails came out. From John Gruden 10 years ago, and he called George W. Bush a Nazi comparable to Joseph Mengele, the doctor. Let's say in those emails, he, he shared a picture of Sarah Palin that had been photoshopped and made her look really, really trampy and ugly. Let's say in those emails, he said... Christians were a bunch of nutballs who believed in in complete crap and they should all be thrown up in a camp in, 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 in Russia somewhere. They should be confined to prison. Would John Gruden be out of a job today? Or would John Gruden be on the phone with his agent as we speak, picking out which book deal he was going to sign? Now, I'm not doing this to say, oh, they're hypocritical because I don't do this. I'm doing this because I think it's really, really important for everyone to actually acknowledge who runs the United States of America. It's not the supposed victim groups. It's not the woman's mafia or the gay mafia or the black mafia. or I mean, it is those groups. That, that's who, they're not victims. They run the United States of America. If you are in any way in this country painted as anti-gay, oh my goodness, you sent a, you sent a meme five years ago. You're gone. Your life is over. You're gone. Uh, What? Don't tell me about oppressed and victim. And this is really... uh, We've we've historically... Don't tell me that. When you possess the power to destroy a well-established man like that because of 10-year-old emails, you're the one in charge. I never want to hear victim again. Jamie in Denver... Go.
5: Jesse, I'm a commercial roofer here in Denver, and about the supply chain issues, I've got over a million dollars' worth of projects that are signed and under contract, but I can't get materials for them. I have material packages that I ordered in April that I am still waiting for. It is.
4: How's it affecting your business, Jamie?
5: Thankfully. Well, obviously, it's put the squeeze. You know, we're, we're doing the best we can. To mitigate, you know, in the meantime, um, but it's worse than just not being able to get the material. The suppliers, because they're not able to get the materials from the manufacturers, they can't even tell me how much the material is going to oh, cost. Oh so I have to tell my customer, "Hey, here's what it would cost today, but I have no idea what it's going to cost you." six months from now when the material is
4: finally gets here. Mm-hmm. I have this same story. Thank you for the phone call, Jamie. I have this exact same story for my buddy Luis I tell you about all the time. Owns his own company. He, he He's a general contractor as well. I'm not going to go into what he does, but he works with all these gigantic, these other gigantic corporations who want to hire his company to do this or do that. And it's now become an acceptable thing for them to ask him how much it costs and him to say, oh, I have no idea. I'll have to update you whenever I get a brand new supply cost list because as of right now, I have no idea. I could tell you what it costs right now. That doesn't mean that's what it's going to cost a week from now or a month from now. This is going to all flow down to the working man, and it's going to hurt. I'm going to get to your other calls, your emails, these other stories, 877-377-4373, but buckle up for Shamika Michelle next. Got, got, got it is the Jesse Kelly show and my next guest, I'm looking forward to this one because she has some opinions about some things. Her name is Shamika Michelle. She is the host of the cut the bull or coast of the cut the bull podcast. Shamika, first and foremost, let's begin with the big news, the whole Gruden stuff. Why am I supposed mm. to care that John Gruden talks like every dude I've ever known in my life, regardless of color?
10: Exactly. And it's so ridiculous. And when you think about it, listen, we've been talking about uh, Randy Moss crying about the other guy's lips being talked about. Have you seen the lips? The lips are big. It looks like he can suck a watermelon through a straw. I don't understand why everybody is so upset and feel like this was racist. There's nothing racist about this. This is men talking junk. And you should be able to come back as a man with something just as slick. It, you know, it, 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 it I'm mind boggled by it. I don't understand what's happening now and why men are so weak.
4: Why well, you tell me, Shabika, because I, I when I look at the United States of America, what I see is I see possibly a nationwide, Weak dad problem. This has got to be a dad problem because I see a sea of men who are scared of women. They're scared of their wives. They're scared of being called this and scared of being called that. They're scared of everything. Where's the boldness out there now? There are like 10 people in the country who actually step up and lead like a man.
10: And you're right. And I keep saying the problem came uh, uh, when they allowed women to vote. I don't know (laughs) what it was, but listen. It's like women want men to be men. And look, if I wanted to lay beside somebody as soft as me, I would be a lesbian. I don't understand why women want to make men be so weak and so soft and so in touch with their feelings and just crying at the drop of a dime all the time. Why? I want a man that's strong, that's able to lead, that's able to make decisions at the drop of a dime. I don't want somebody that's trying to pick out his skinny jeans for the day. <laughs> that's not
4: that's not what we need as a man so I, no, i'm go, sorry go ahead no go ahead go ahead go ahead
10: no, I'm just, you know, this whole thing about being, you know, crying when somebody says something to you and hurts your feelings. Look, I, my, my ex-husband said, the guy told him before, you have a chocolate face with peanut butter lips. Look, we, we all got picked on growing up. You all have something to say. I remember somebody tossing a broom out the house and saying, you forgot Shamika. I couldn't cry. <laughs> I couldn't, you know. <laughs> I had to be able to come back with something else. That's what you do. That's when you say your mama has so short, you roll it with rice. This is just what happens. And so what we're looking at now, when people are crying and whining and saying, you hurt my feelings by something you said, we are on the path to destruction. And if we don't pull this uh, weakness back, we're doomed, may, and I say it all the
4: time. Did we? Did we get too rich? I, 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 look, it, it's not like I have any problem with anybody being rich. Go make every dime you can. I, I've said that a million times. Go get rich. I don't have a problem with that. But just as a country as a whole, is that it? Life got too easy and soft, and so we just I mean, we 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 developed our own testosterone crisis because we got so rich. It's not unique to us. Every major empire has gone through this in history. They just got rich. It got soft.
10: Oh, they're definitely soft. And you and you can see two people walking down the street holding hands and you don't know who's the man and who's the <laughs> woman. <laughs> we we we're really too soft now and this isn't, you know, about uh homosexuality or anything. This is masculine and feminine. Which which one do you want to be? And I don't know any man on the face of this earth that what wants a woman that acts like a man. If you want to be with the same sex, be with the same sex. But if you don't, you got to toughen up or you as a woman, you have to soften up and stop trying to lead. Stop trying to be bossy. Stop trying to be Jezebel in control of everything. You're going to have to learn your place and pull back and shut up sometimes. And for a man, sometimes you got to just tell her, Hey, listen, I don't want to hear that tonight. Shut it up. And that's just the way it has to be.
4: Speaking with Shamika, Michelle, as you might, I'm guessing you probably want a little bit more of her. She has the Cut the Bull podcast, which I would highly, highly recommend. Shamika, let's switch gears just a little bit here. We've been talking a lot tonight about all the COVID stuff and the lockdowns and the shortages. People seeing big gas prices, people seeing empty shelves. And what I said was this is why I was so mad at the beginning with all this lockdown stuff. You had all these rich people who do what I do for a living, speak into a microphone or or, or they talk about politics. A bunch of people who don't have to miss a paycheck telling the working man, go home, shut up, quit whining, just go home for two weeks. And now all those people who told everyone to shut up and go home, they're not going to be there helping people put gas in their car. These working people are in serious trouble now.
10: Oh, for sure. Listen, my uh, lawn guy used to argue with me so much about, you know, because I was voting for Trump and he used to try to argue with me every chance he get. And then what happened? When we had the little gas crisis, he told me, oh, I can't come cut your grass because, you know, gas. I can't put gas in my car. This is what you voted for. This is what you sat around and argued with me about, listening to people that weren't going to help you, listening to people that were telling you, oh, Trump is racist or, you know, don't trust Republicans or This is what you did. And now you can't afford to put gas in your car or your lawnmower to come over here and cut my grass. Well, guess what? You wanted uh, illegal immigrants to just be able to walk through the border. How about I hire one of them to cut my grass? Because even though you can't afford the gas, my grass is still growing and my lawn still needs taken care of
4: gone that is so salty, and I support it 100%. <laughs> I support it 100%. All right, finally, uh, I've been talking to people about Southwest Airlines and these pilots, and now we have Kyrie Irving, and obviously I don't know any Southwest pilots, and I can't stand Kyrie Irving, but I support both of them with what they're doing right now because I think... Anybody who has the guts to step up and do something brave right now, especially something that costs them real money, costs them a paycheck, I think it, I think they need to hear our support so we get more of it. What say you?
10: Oh, I'm all for it. I don't I don't fly Southwest that much because to me their snacks are not the best. <sighs> But, and when it comes to Kyrie Irving, I support him 100%. When you look at LeBron James being a prostitute for China, and you look at all these other guys just, you know, bending over and, and doing what, The the, the people are asking them to do I support Kyrie for standing Flat-footed and saying, no, this is my Body, my choice Just as you have all these blue-haired Women in the street saying the same thing About abortion So if that's the route we're going to go His body, his choice I support him 100%
4: All right, Jamaica, what are you having for dinner tonight?
10: I am having Lost dogs from a place called Jimmy's Hot Dogs
4: (laughs) Oh, okay, okay. What's on the lost dog?
10: The lost dog just has no meat. I know, and I'm sure oh. <laughs> you're a meat man, but I don't eat as much meat. It's the only way I can stay looking good. Now, otherwise, I might be one I might be Stacy Abrams if I don't pull back <laughs> a little
4: bit. You know what? I support whatever sacrifices you have to make to keep being a dime. Thank you, Shamika. The, the podcast. Is the what now? Direct people to your podcast.
10: Cut the bull.
4: Cut the bull. Shamika, you're the best. Appreciate you. Thank you. Did I not tell you to buckle up for Shamika, Michelle? The woman has opinions. Daggone, she was awesome. She's coming back for sure. (laughs) All right. Uh Uh-oh. Problems at the VA, problems at the Cleveland Clinic, and man we have something about breakthrough cases plus your phone calls 877-377-4373
3: next missed out catch up jessekellyshow.com play a guitar just like a ring in a
2: bell go go it is
4: the Jesse Kelly show. And yeah, I'll get back to your calls in a minute. I'm going to get to this VA story and wow, some breakthrough cases we should probably discuss in a second, but I would be remiss if I didn't come on here and pay homage to my favorite politician and longtime listeners of the Jesse Kelly Show—well, long time—we've only been on the, on the air a few years—but longtime listeners of the Jesse Kelly Show will know instantly who am I talking, who I'm talking about. Chris, please play my favorite politician. Do you think you need to do a better job
7: at messaging and going forward? How do you sell this if ultimately you have to? Well, I think that?
0: you all could do a better job of selling it. To be very frank with you. <laughs>
4: I love Nancy Pelosi so much. What an evil hag! She's just the worst person. But I would I, a thousand Nancy Pelosis could play for my team. Give me one of those. Give me one of those. Do you think the problem's been your messaging? No, it's been your it's been your messaging, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Nancy Pelosi's not going to lay down and take all this crap. She never she never gets bullied by the media, ever. She's not there to talk about what they want to talk about. She's there to dictate things. That's called being a boss.
7: Again, it, in fact, when people ask me, if you rule the world, what one thing would you do? I think about that a lot.
4: Uh, uh, <laughs> and, oh, oh, you didn't think... You didn't think she was going to get badgered about those IRS payments, right? Remember, in this new bill, they're going to track the IRS is going to track every bank transaction six hundred dollars or more. Just horrific! Nancy Pelosi gets badgered about that. Ah, she's not backing off. Do you think that this pay for of, of giving the IRS more money to crack down on
5: unpaid taxes is going to stay in the reconciliation?
2: Yes. What do you say yes. To yes. To yes.
6: Budget?
7: Yes. Well, I I, I mean, with all due respect, uh, the plural of anecdote is not data. I've said that before here. Yes, there are concerns that some people have. But if people are breaking the law and not paying their taxes, one way to track them is uh, through the banking measure. I think 600. But that's a negotiation uh, that will go on as to what the amount is.
4: Republicans, that's how it's done. You're in charge. They're not in charge. Listen to the evil communist hag. She's been doing it since George Washington was president. She knows what she's doing. That's how it's done. You play offense. You decide what you're going to talk about. I never want to hear this again, and I hear it all the time. Well, then the media will. Well, if we do this, then the media will. Then the media will. So what? The media better be against you. If the media is not against you, you suck. You're not doing anything at all. All right, I'm going to get to my emails and everything here, but I promised I'd take this. All right, Aaron in New York. Go, boss.
5: Hi. Uh, Ronald Reagan, when president, got into trouble with telling uh, Russian jokes. And one of the jokes, I think, on what you were speaking about. For those listeners who don't remember what it was like in Russia... People have to wait on very, very long lines for days to order it as something, appliance, it was a, a car, whatever it was, a long, long time. And if they had it, they got a ticket and they got it in another line. And that's the way it was. So Ronald Reagan told this following joke. The man went to buy a car. And after all the negotiations were done, the man wrote it up and he said, uh, give him a date. The date was 10 years hence. 10 years. The buyer asked, will that be in the morning or in the afternoon? This, uh, what difference does it make? morning afternoon it's 10 years he said well the plum is coming in the morning
4: <laughs> thank you for the phone call thank you for the phone call justin in tennessee go but uh
10: yeah i think
5: the nba players association needs to step in and do something about this whole Kyrie thing they support blm but yet in the same time they're making a black man inject something into his body that he's against. That is a major contradiction.
4: It is a major contradiction, but but I want everyone to understand something. It's, it's not a bad point, but I want everyone to understand. You're going to yell this a lot, and I'm going to yell this a lot. When we see somebody in any industry, be it a pilot, an NBA player, whatever it is, and we see somebody step up and do something great, We're going to point to it every time, and we're going to say, yes, yes, everyone, join him. Wait, why aren't you joining him? Remember, everyone's not going to join you. The majority probably won't even join you. That's fine. You don't need a majority. You just have to be committed. You just have to be committed. All right? Don't get frustrated. Donna and Kali, go ahead. Oh, hi. I thought you were
7: going to say San Diego. Anyway... I'm enjoying your program. And the idea I had is all these people that are getting laid off, you know, in New York, all the medical people and others, they should get together and form their own clinics, do their own thing, help each other out, don't be victims, like you said. And another little idea why don't we take all the illegal immigrants and send them up to Long Beach and LA to unload those boats?
4: I love the idea about unvaccinated people finding each other. It's a great idea. And I think you're going to see more of that. And why? Because I already see whispers of that going on out there. I've seen a couple CEOs. I've seen a couple business owners start to say, hey, if you're getting fired for this, reach out to me. If you're getting fired for that, reach out to me. And I have brought this up before. I want to bring it up again before I get into all this vaccine stuff here. If you're getting canned because of the vaccine, or you're quitting because of the vaccine, or you're in a situation like that, I'm not going to minimize it. Uh, I've been out of work. I'm not going to minimize the stress you're under. I'm not going to minimize what you're going through. It's not easy to, to, to have an uncertain future. You're not sure where the next bills, where the next you know, paycheck's coming from. I understand what you're going through. I've been there. I get it. I get it. However, I need you to hear me. You have options. They want you to feel like you don't have any options. It's our healthcare system or none of them. Uh, you better work for this trucking company or none of them. Uh, if you can't get a job on this dock, you can't get a job on any. Uh, you don't have choices. You have tons of choices. There are tens of millions of Americans who think just like you, including unlimited amounts of small and medium business owners, mid-sized business owners, and these small and mid-sized business owners they're dying for people just like you, individual thinkers who know how to think through a problem, think for themselves, solve problems. You're going to have options. I'm not telling you there aren't going to be hard times. I'm not, I'm not here to lie to you. I'm not here to powder your butt for you. But there are going to be solutions. You're going to get through it because you're not alone. Remember, not alone. Tens of millions of people think exactly like you. All right. I have news on breakthrough deaths, and it's not good. Hang on.
0: BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico.
4: MyPillow's Mike Lindell is passionate about helping America get a great night's sleep. This started with the original MyPillow. After the pillow, he focused on bedding and created the now famous Giza Dream Sheets, which you've already heard me rave about before. Now it's time to upgrade your bedding and give these Giza Dream Sheets a try. For a limited time, you can purchase a queen size set for $59.98 or a king size set for just $10 more with the promo code JESSE. These are deeply discounted. Mike and the MyPillow employees can Continue to be canceled by big box stores and attacked by the media. They appreciate all your support during these times and want to thank you by giving you free shipping on your entire order today. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio Listener Special Square, and check out this sale on Giza Dream Sheets. When you click on My Square, you will find other deals such as 60% off the original My Slippers. Enter promo code JESSE or call 800-845-0544 for free shipping on these limited-time specials. It is the Jesse Kelly Show final hour, and don't forget, you can email the show anytime and anything, including the insults. Those are more than welcome. Your love, your hate, your death threats, your Ask Dr. Jesse questions for our special Friday, jesse at jessekellyshow.com, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Remember, I will never respond to your emails, but I read them all. They all go right to Chris. He prints them off for me. I read every one. I don't respond because I'm too busy and I'm rude. Emails like this one. Jesse Kelly. Wow, killer show tonight. Your great pushback segment had me screaming in my car with joy. Such an inspiration. He's talking about last night's show. I, along with everyone else, am going through my difficulties, and I want you to know I really appreciate you and your message. I needed this. God bless you and the path that brought you to the microphone. P.S. You know what? He's insulting Chris. I'm not going to play that (laughs) P.S. What, Chris? He Look. He likes, my, he likes some of the old music. Look, if you've been slacking on the music, Chris, that's on you. the look. I'm not controlling the music here. I'm not the DJ. That's Chris. But, you know, look, we take what we can get out of Chris. <laughs> Dear Jesse, I was bummed when I found out Buck left a time slot, but it didn't take long for me to become addicted to your show. Did you woo your wife with your political rhetoric? No, I wasn't even into politics when I met her. I never heard anyone sound so sexy while firing me up to fight these tyrants. How about that, Chris? I knew I said what I knew. I sounded sexy, Chris. Anyway, I wish more of my nursing colleagues would have teamed up to prove their freedom fight as the pilots slash flight crews currently are. I would never know how many opposed it in my blue state workplace of 20,000 plus since that is info is kept under wraps. I succumbed to the jab at the last minute of our mandate, because of being single and needing my job, and I hate that I did. I rush home from my overtime shifts to listen to your show, and I'm grateful for your honesty and ability to put things in perspective with historical comparisons to help people understand your points. Thanks for keeping me going since this beep keeps me up at night. And lastly, the song choices are the best. So how about that, Chris? Look, dissenting opinions. I get a bunch of these emails, and I I wanted to read that. One, because it was obviously very complimentary to me. And two... I, I, I get a lot of these emails of, of people who have taken the vaccine and now they're regretting it. And the buyers are Morse And I regret that I did. And I feel bad about that. I, I'll, I'll say this again. I said it last night. Let that go. We uh, Let that go. We are not in a battle right now between vaccinated people and unvaccinated people. That's a freaking bald-faced lie. We're in a battle between the communists and everyone else. We are. You are vaccinated. Okay, fine. I don't care. I don't care if you're unvaccinated. We can all join that fight. I'm not vaccinated. Uh, I don't have any problem hanging around vaccinated people. That said, I do think it is important that we point out news. News of breakthrough infections. News of the efficacy of the vaccine. Since all the propaganda tells you out there it's 100% safe and it's effective and you're safe and everything's safe and the vaccine's safe. 33 people died in Vermont in September from coronavirus. You know how many of those 33 people were vaccinated? 25. I'm not sitting here dancing on anybody's grave to make a political point, but I can't walk five steps by a TV or turn on social media for a half a second without getting barraged by news story after article after news story after article after news story. Unvaccinated person dies. Look at this unvaccinated idiot. He dies. This guy wasn't vaccinated. Now he's dead. Story after story after story after story. I'm sorry. There is story after story after story after story now, not just in America, but across the globe of people dying who are vaccinated. I'm not telling you not to get vaccinated, nor would I ever tell you to do so. I've never taken a stance on that it's because your health is not my business. I don't care. I don't care whether you're sitting here listening to me as we speak with a glass of bourbon in your hand, burning a heater on your back porch. In fact, part of me hopes you are. I'm not your doctor. I'm not your pastor. I'm not your dad. I'm certainly not your moral guidance. But I am here to let you know, we still don't know yet. It's still brand new. And don't do this thing, well, the mRNA uh, vaccines have been around for a long time. Yes, I know versions of it have been around for a long time. We have things like the flu shot. People take the flu shot all the time and then get really, really sick with the flu. Let's not sell it as some miracle drug and the only path to freedom. That's, That's not even scientific at all. That's not remotely scientific. That's ridiculous. Check out Israel. You seen what happened in Israel? And again, this is Israel here. No, I'm not saying this to placate Chris and his people. I'm just saying this is not some backwater jerk jerk jerkwater country here. That's a very, very advanced civilized country. They were so adamant about the vaccines. You had to get the vaccines. They don't have the freedoms we have here. It's not a free country. People love Israel, but they don't realize it's not a free country. It's, It's different. So they basically made all their people get the vaccines. Now, you're not even considered vaccinated in Israel unless you've had your booster shot. Let's stop and slow down and figure out what the vaccine does and what the vaccine doesn't do. What are its capabilities? But We don't know anything right now long term about it. Now, we do know some things about coronavirus by now, like kids aren't in any danger of it. And we know other things about coronavirus right now that it apparently is a miracle virus that can turn once-sane people into absolute monsters. Headline, Cleveland Clinic will stop organ transplants for the unvaccinated. Hmm. How about those doctors, huh? University of Colorado Health did the, same, did the same thing. That's out of Aurora, Aurora, Colorado. Why can't I say that word? Aurora? Is that a hard word, Chris? You know what? I also struggle with the word rural. I have to say it extra slow. Did you hear that? It sounded like I was hammered. Rural. That's not an easy word. That's a stupid word. Whoever came up with that word is wrong. I'm not the one who's wrong. Shut up, Chris. Man submits pub crawl for record. The man's last name is Ellis. He claims Guinness officials told him there was no world record for the most pubs visited in 12 hours, so they set the goal to originate the record at 50. Ellis visited 51 bars in 8 hours, 52 minutes, and 37 seconds. He apparently had witnesses with him at each stop, and he consumed at least 4.2 ounces of some beverage at each bar. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Some beverage? 4.2 ounces, what? Come on here, get serious. Everybody on my staff, including me, could put this guy to shame, but I wouldn't, and I'll tell you why I wouldn't. There is a mistake people make. My buddy Clay Travis makes it. He made it on Saturday night. The wife routinely makes it. Most of my friends make it. In fact, I would venture to guess... 99% of the U.S. population makes this mistake. If you're hearing the sound of my voice right now, you probably make this mistake as well. And this is the mistake I'm talking about. doesn't matter your age, whether you're 13 years old at your buddy's house uh, playing basketball, or whether you're 60 years old at a neighborhood party, this is the mistake people make. You never, ever, ever, ever under any circumstances change locations and improve your situation in the nighttime ever. It has never been done. And it is something people convince themselves of routinely time and time again. If you're in a decent spot, you hang on to decent spot, like grim death. You hang on to it and you never let it go. But people get themselves in this thing, and this is human nature. This grass is always greener thing that people get. Oh, my gosh, we're having so much fun over here. What a Halloween party. The kids are having a blast. This is so much fun. Look at the kids playing out back. Oh, Susie, I'm glad you bought the homemade pot stickers. What a great party. We just got done with Pictionary or whatever white people do. You know, we just got done with Pictionary. Oh, you know what we should do? We should go to Gary's house. He has horseshoes. Gary's house is going to not be as good as where you just left. And, and you're going to have left critical minutes on the table going to Gary's house that you didn't have. When you have one location that is decent, you never leave it. You never, under any circumstances, leave it. Clay Travis did this to me on Saturday night. We were hanging out after the A&M game in College Station. We had we were on like the third level of this really cool hotel. Have a little table, about six or seven of us, just sitting around, eating some snacks, having a beer too, talking about the game. Totally fine. Nice weather too. Looking out over the the stadium. Hey, should we go down to this place? It's a half mile away. I heard it's really cool. I was the only voice saying no, no, we should not. Why would we? Go- why? There's, there's a spot right here. Why are we? Why are we leaving? I was overruled. Guess who walked around in crowds for forty five minutes before cashing it in and going to bed? never change locations ever. All right, I'm done with that. I just had to get that off my chest. Now you've heard all the phone calls tonight, eight, seven, seven, three, seven, seven, four, three, seven, three about supply chain problems and money problems and job problems. When I tell you to buy gold from Oxford gold group gold, they will deliver to your front door. I don't say that to you just because I personally know the people at Oxford gold group. It's not just because I like them. Although I do. It's because I want you to have some level of protection because nobody knows how bad this is going to get. I know I joke about being the oracle, but I don't know. I know all the signs point towards it being potentially really, really, really bad. Get gold in your possession, not a piece of paper saying, oh, there's some gold for me in a vault somewhere. I mean, delivered to your front door. That's what Oxford Gold Group will do for you. Call 833-995-GOLD. Tell them Jesse told you to call. They will take special care of you. 833-995-GOLD. Call Oxford Gold Group. I don't care how much you get. Get some value sent to your front door. 833-995-GOLD. Oxford Gold Group.
3: Is he smarter than everyone? Who knows? Does he think so? Yeah. The Jesse Kelly Show.
4: I'm feeling mellow. It is the Jesse Kelly show, and you should all know that something huge probably just happened during the break. Yes, we're going to get on to some phone calls and Joe Biden and uh, apparently Superman's gay now. I'm going to get to that in a second and whatnot, but I said before the break, this dude, he set a record. Apparently, it's going to be in the Guinness Book of World The evidence has been submitted to Guinness Book of World Records for official certification. He did a pub crawl. He visited 51 bars in 8 hours, 52 minutes, and 37 seconds. He had witnesses there. He consumed 4.2 ounces of a beverage at each bar. Me, Chris, Michael, we were talking about this during the break. We can beat that. We can beat that record. The Jesse Kelly show is about to go into the Guinness Book of World Records. We are going to keep this. We're going to keep a close eye on this once this has been officially certified in the Guinness Book of World Records. Ellis, Matt Ellis, we're coming for you, pal. Don't think your record's safe. Don't think that we're above lowering ourselves to chasing after stupid goals just to get our names in the Guinness Book of World Records. I was born to do stupid. I do this show every single night. I'm the stupid master. We're coming for you, Matt Ellis. We're coming for you. 45,000 VA employees still unvaccinated as the deadline passes. And yet something's funny. They're still employed. Remember what we talked about last night. There is, there's something interesting coming. We're going to need to pay attention to in the coming days, because if it ends up making the Biden regime look bad, everyone's going to kind of wink, wink, nudge, nudge, look the other way. What is that? Well, remember hundreds of thousands of military members are still unvaccinated. Military guys, hundreds of thousands. I didn't say hundreds of military guys, hundreds of thousands that is huge and that is not something they can just cover it up cover up and the biden administration has said things like they're going to push for dishonorable discharges for people who refuse to get it that's ridiculous of course that requires a felony that's that's absurd but but if that many people refuse to get vaccinated that's going to that's going to create a political disaster for a Biden administration that can ill afford any political disasters at this point in time. Do you think Joe Biden with his approval ratings down, I believe they're in the thirties now, Kamala Harris is on top of Joe Biden by like six points. No, not like that. Chris, gosh, she already got the job talking about that, but seriously on top of Joe Biden by six points. This is an administration that is teetering on the brink right now. They don't have, they don't have the luxury of a little screw-up. What if hundreds of thousands of military guys just say, no? What if all these guys listen to my show and their friends and their friends and their friends and their friends, what if they all get together and say, No. The Joe Biden administration, you may think he's in charge, and I realize he's the commander-in-chief. There's nobody in the United States of America that has the popularity to dishonorably discharge hundreds of thousands of people from the United States military. There would be rioting in the streets in front of the White House. It would be a huge deal, but the mandate is still there, right? It is what it is. The mandate is still there. We have an interesting political game of chicken coming, and I can't wait to see how it plays out. I'm not so sure it's going to play out the way the Biden administration wants it to play out. I'll tell you that much. And, And look, at some point in time, at some point in time, at some point we're going to have to make a stand because remember, if you're in a red state, you live a different existence. Like, like I live in a different existence. I live in Texas. But if you're in a blue state and you're still going through mandates and requirements and boosters and all these things, you're still trying to tell yourself, lying to yourself every, every day that this is going to end, that one more thing and maybe next year, maybe six months, maybe Christmas. All the people who are pushing this around the world continue to tell you the same thing and you don't seem to be listening
10: your level of restrictions what you permit it may be that we actually have indoor mask wearing um for years and this virus may throw
6: us curve balls there may be you know we've got the delta variant god help us if we have another <laughs> variant
4: i'm sorry did she just say it may be several years is that what she said This never ends until the pushback comes. We can choose to do this pushback now in a way that will scare them, or we can wait and wait and wait and lose all the leverage we have and let them continue to abuse us without end. I say we stand up now. We have the numbers now. We have a weak, feckless president now. We have the numbers. We do. We do. We can stop these people We can. This is something we're capable of doing. Dear Jesse, how do we convince Trump to endorse heavy D for president? I love Trump, but there are too many independents in this country who just don't want to vote for him, whether it be lies and propaganda or just the stigma. If he would just rally the base around DeSantis and take all heat from the media as an outsider, I think it would be the most effective strategy to grab the middle and start writing this ship. I get a lot of these emails. A lot of emails from mostly Trump supporters that say, Hey, I want Trump to sit this thing out. I think Trump had a good run. I think Trump is still very useful. I want him to back heavy D. I want him to back heavy D. I want him to back heavy D. And I think it's time we have this talk. I think it's time we have a talk about the the real world here, the world in which we live. I, I, I think, I think so often. I get caught up and I know you do too. I get caught up in how I want things to be. You know, I really want this. This is how this should work. And usually when you say things like that, it should work that way. Usually when you say stuff like that, you're right. Right? I mean, you're right. That's what makes it so hard. But let's talk about Donald Trump and Heavy D. Hang on. yeah she- it is the Jesse Kelly Show, and yes, don't think we're kidding about the Jesse Kelly Show pub crawl. We're officially plotting it. We're going to the Guinness Book of World Records, baby. Don't think, don't think your record's gonna stand here, Matt Ellis. You're going down. Going down to Chinatown, baby. Now, the question before I got to the break was Donald Trump. The, the this the person wrote in, obviously a Trump fan. Wants Donald Trump to endorse Heavy D, let's just, hey, endorse Heavy D, take all the arrows for it. Let's have a real talk about Donald Trump. Not not, not pom-pom waving. You never wave anybody's pom-poms. You can like somebody. You can appreciate what they do. Never wave anyone's pom-poms, including Trump's. Trump was a very good president. Very good. But we can't do this thing where we lie about what Trump is. I've seen a lot of Trump fans say things to me like, because I'll complain about personnel decisions, which not even Trump superfans don't defend his personnel decisions. They were absurd. And I see Trump superfans say things to me like, oh, he learned his lesson. He'll be better next time. He's a 70 some year old billionaire, former president of the United States of America and a very stubborn man. And that's not an insult to him. Trump isn't changing anything. Oh, well, if he could just get Jared and Ivanka out of there. Jared and Ivanka are two people Donald Trump trusts more than anyone else on the planet. You're not getting Donald Trump without Jared and Ivanka. Again, let's deal with the real world, not the one we want, the real world. I just want Trump, but no Jared and Ivanka and good personnel decisions. Okay, well, that's ridiculous. I want a toilet made of solid gold. You're not getting that. And let's talk about Donald Trump and the presidency and heavy D. I have said before, I don't think, I don't actually think Donald Trump is going to run. I said this a long time ago. I think he's going to do the smart thing and flirt with running for a long time. It keeps up his political capital, be kingmaker for a while and then I think he's just going to wash his hands of it. I do hear from people, they say more than anything, Melania is against it. She does not want to go through that again, and who can blame her, right? Who can blame her? She doesn't want to go through all that again. I get that. But I'm also starting to hear from people I trust Donald Trump is all but running already. He's all but running already. Now, Heavy D, Ron DeSantis of Florida. Obviously, he's the darling of the moment, and I'm a big fan. I like the guy. He's a Type A Donald Trump is a type A. those two guys, the chances those two guys are going to work together in any fashion are very 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 small very small and by the way they are very friendly like it's not like they're enemies now I'm not, I'm not telling you all oh, they hate each other's guts no 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 they're already very friendly. I can easily see a situation where those two both get involved in a primary and they simply tear each other to shreds. Now, that isn't necessarily a bad thing. People think that's a bad thing. People think, oh, we're, I hate this infighting. Just focus on the left. No, 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 no. Tough primaries season you for a good general election. You Can't win a primary. You can't win the general anyway. Buck up and go win it. But I can easily see a scenario where Donald Trump and Heavy D throw their hat in the ring. Now, I understand Heavy D's wife say a prayer for her. She just uh, came out and said she had breast cancer. So, look, maybe that changes his political future because, obviously, taking care of the wife is a bit more important than being president or whatnot. I don't know. I don't know. He hasn't announced he's running. Now, he acts like a guy who's running. right? He acts very much like a guy who's running, but maybe he's not. I don't know. But I know these these scenarios we we make up in our minds of how we want things to be. I just want Trump to be involved but not too involved and then change but good personnel and no Jared and Ivanka. And then Trump can just help. And try. Let's be honest. That, that's not Donald Trump. Okay? That's not Donald Trump. And this is not from a Trump hater, obviously. Huge fan. That's not Donald Trump. That's not who he is. We have to remain grown-ups around here. All right. Johnny truck driver in Jersey. Go, Johnny.
5: Yeah, Jesse. The ports getting the way they are. The empty chassis. No containers on them. The trucker is not moving. Especially the long haul guys who make their money by mile after mile after mile. Is going to be a big problem when it comes to supporting families and putting food on the table. And uh, this 4.2% inflation rate. That's dreamland. You know, you take the price of gas from 2.19 to 3.19, if it was 4.2, it would be 3.28. I mean 2.28. It's not 4.2%, it's way beyond that.
4: He's not wrong. He is not Don't tell the average person out there with your fancy economic words. Don't tell them. The inflation's 4.2%, people are getting broken right now. Joaquin in PA, go brother hey.
9: Yeah, see, I am also a trucker for forty years. Okay, and like you, I was an Azab superstar. Listen, <laughs> Marines at the age of seventeen. Except for
4: five. <laughs>
9: but no, nah, I never made it. Day after Thanksgiving because there was the latest listening program. I went there hunting, and somebody shot me. Oh. <laughs> I had to make I had to make the phone call to my recruiter and say, "Guess what? Even though I signed up, I'm not going in." And I got that obnoxious. So yeah, I got you, kid. I said, "No, I'm going to the hospital." I might not be able to use my leg again. He's like, oh. (laughs) But anyway, you know what? One thing is is this dishonorable discharge also means disarmed. So they might use that for uh, nefarious purposes.
4: Not necessarily wrong. He's not right. Just to clarify what he says before he gets to his point about Trump, and I'll, I'll let you go. I'll, I'll let you get to the point in a second, Joaquin. If you're dishonorably discharged, which Joe Biden has said he wants to do to every military member who gets this, who, who gets you know won't get the vaccine, dishonorable discharge means you're not allowed to own a firearm. Think about that. All right, Joaquin, go ahead. What's your point about Trump, brother? Okay, now,
9: now Donald Trump, you know, through this whole thing with the COVID. Nobody backed him up because, you know, he said things that, you know, like uh, he talked about hydroxychloroquine treatments for, you know, and he reluctantly went for the 15-day shutdown. But then when he went to want to talk about reopening, it was like, you want to kill everybody. And he just got attacked. And even went so far at one point to call Fauci an a-hole. And nobody on the Republican side backed him up at all. You know, so even though Donald Trump was president and he does have responsibility for this, you know, uh, you're one man all by yourself. You know, and there, there's nobody to support you. What are you going to do?
4: Yeah, look, look, this. It's it, I get this argument a lot, and it's fair. I, I mean, as I've said, as I've said, Fauci is still Donald Trump's guy. He still is the one who put him out there. But yeah, he sure didn't have a whole lot of vocal Republican support. What have I told you about Republicans? You can count on Republicans to arrive at the correct position on an issue at the precise moment it stops doing any meaningful good. They do it time and time and time again. Email, dear demerited menu whisperer, as a Philly kid living in California who misses a good cheesesteak, I waited with bated breath at your cheesesteak recipe. Disgusted is not even the word. I fell on my fainting couch when I heard mustard and mayo. (laughs) Those two are banned condiments when it comes to the cheesesteak. Four ingredients, ribeye chopped, provolone, grilled onions, good roll, and... Uh, I don't know. I think I missed another one. Anyway, by the way, green peppers as a stock topping on a cheesesteak only happens outside of Philly. It's a clear giveaway that the sandwich maker is not from Philly. I'll let the jalapenos slide because you your anti-communist views. Even though I would tell a mere mortal that is an abomination as well. <laughs> Keep up the great work, brother. You can use my name. I got so much pushback. I mean, obviously it was all great, good natured stuff like that. I got so much pushback on my preferred Philly cheesesteak ingredients on my Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. In case you missed that, that was a, a really good show. The whole show's download or available for download on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. And I told you, when I answered the question, Chris, did I not tell you? Philly cheesesteak, cheesesteak people take that stuff seriously, man. <laughs> all right. We're going to get to headlines I didn't get to next. But let's talk about these uncertain times. If you're a small business, uh, there's nothing more valuable than your time. So why are you going to the post office? Stamps.com makes it easy to mail and ship from your computer with no special equipment. Whether you're an office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com makes your life easier. You'll even get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. And God knows we all need that now. And their rate advisor tool lets you compare shipping rates across carriers so you always find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk. And listen to this. When you go to Stamps.com and use the code JESSE, you get four weeks free, a four-week free trial, plus free postage in a digital scale with no long-term commitments or contracts. Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top, and use the code JESSE. Stamps.com, code JESSE. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again.
3: Miss something? There's a podcast. Get it on demand wherever podcasts are found. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse
4: Kelly Show final segment. And don't forget, if you missed any part of the show, the whole thing's available on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. You want to email the show? You're welcome to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. I love these headlines. This These never get old. What have I told you a million times about these politicians and coronavirus? Inclu- the, the, the doctors, too. All of them. None of the people telling you to worry about coronavirus are actually worried about coronavirus. Headline. Governor Phil Murphy parties indoors with maskless teachers, union leaders, while your kids are forced to max up. Chris. Uh, let's pay homage to the great Governor Murphy.
8: Oh my God, it is! Hey, how you oh doing? Oh my God, Murphy, you how you are doing? Such a d f- you having fun
7: are... with your family. In the meantime, you're having oh. all
8: kind of other bullshit.
7: A oh. little hell- too drunk? No, no, I'm not uh, drunk. Uh, as a matter of well, fact, can
9: you put your mask on.
7: Please. You can go f- yourself. How's that? Well, you I don't, don't need know. a f- mask. On. You know why I don't, I don't need, need a mask? mask because there ain't nothing wrong
8: like f- with me. I like your Trump. phone.
0: Yes, right. who do. Trump likes? He likes my daughter.
4: Yeah. yeah, he do- no, he doesn't like your. Thank oh, Thank you. Let's Let's Thank you know what you come on. Oh gosh, that's so go. good. It is so good. Like it's <laughs> just so New Jersey. Phil Murphy is such a piece of crap, though. I love it. I love- look. They tell you every time. From Dr. Burks to Murphy to Cuomo to Newsom to Lori Life, They've all been... Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden a thousand times. They've all been caught a million times. If there was the Black Plague out there ready to pounce and kill everybody, why aren't they acting like it? All right, headlines I didn't get to. DC Comics Superman comes out as bisexual. I've told you before about the communists. The communist only sees what he hasn't conquered and destroyed yet. That's all he sees. If there were a hundred islands and he took 99 of them and you took one, he would wake up the next morning miserable and angry because he didn't have that one. You look at Superman and think, oh, nice, man of steel. Hopefully the kids will watch. They look at Superman and all they see is a world they haven't conquered and destroyed yet. Headline, Pentagon soft, uh, Pentagon software chief resigns. Quote, no fighting chance against China. Who's been telling you? You don't have a good military. You have great frontline troops. You have fancy equipment. The rot inside of your military is so pervasive. We would get broken in half against another major power. And 99% of this country has no idea. And they won't. They wouldn't even believe you if you told them. They won't until a U.S. aircraft carrier goes to the bottom of the Pacific. Then people will wonder. U.S. holiday purchases to be hit by delays and price hikes. That's according to a Fed official. I just want to reiterate, if even the lying Joe Biden regime, if even they're out there saying, "Uh, there are going to be some delays and price hikes, Boy, are there going to be some delays in price hikes. Frustration with Biden among black voters is at an all-time high. Yeah, Democrats are going to get destroyed in the midterms because Democrats have developed a coalition where they have to have 85 to 90% of the black vote to win elections. If that turns into 70%, oh, they're finished. Costco and Walmart... Limit toilet paper as supply chain problems worsen. Uh Uh-oh. Looks like we all should start stocking up on newspaper, apparently. Actually, that just made me cringe thinking about it, Chris. Never mind. Anyway, headline, Biden again begs OPEC to ramp up oil production. What a clown government we have. He steps into office and the first thing he does is stops oil production on federal lands, stops the Keystone pipeline, and now that gas prices are breaking everyone in half, he's looking to OPEC? We were energy independent when you took office, you boob. Headline: Trump or troops to get climate literacy education under the Pentagon's new climate change plan. One your Pentagon even has a climate change plan too. your troops. They're going to spend time. They should be using learning how to kill the enemy, learning about climate change. Remember what I just said about 30 seconds ago about your military. Keep that in the back of your mind. How much time do you think the Chinese military is spending on climate change? Headline DHS says climate change will lead to more illegal border crossings. Of course, because every single part of your government is broken and rotted with cultural Marxist filth, we now even have the Department of Homeland Security blaming climate change for the fact we're being overrun. Headline. Georgia election workers fired for allegedly shredding hundreds of voter rich registration applications. Hmm. That's so weird, because this was in Fulton County, the key county in Georgia, and I just wonder... I mean, I would look, I've been lectured by the left and every pundit on the right and most politicians on the right that it was the fairest election ever. I've I've been told this time and time again. And don't you dare question it or you hate America. I just, I guess you're going to have to forgive me for asking questions. In the fairest election ever, what would possess a couple of election workers to shred hundreds of voter registration applications? Hmm. I don't know. Look, maybe they just wanted to try out the new shredder. I'm sure there's an innocent explanation. Critics love National Geographic's Fauci documentary. Viewers say it stinks. 94% of the critics gave it a positive rating. 2% of the general audience gave it a positive rating. And if that isn't the best indicator I've seen in forever about the Gulf between the Washington elites and normal people in this country. It's hilarious to me. Fauci's still on CNN and MSNBC and all these things all the time, and the average American, normal Americans, stopped listening to that idiot a long time ago. Headline, Kamala Harris used child actors in her space video. She put out some stupid space video about NASA with a bunch of kids. It turns out they were child actors. Look. Kamala Harris has been faking it to get ahead for quite a while. And with that, we will wrap up the show today. We are going to have a lot more fun once again tomorrow, as we always do. Keep your chin up. Rebel. That's all.
2: Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine.